Hi guys, I am Florian from Bold Creators Club. Welcome to episode number nine of Inside Bold Creators Club. Today, we will talk about the biggest influencer marketing mistakes. And on my side is like always, Leo, happy to have you here. Hey guys, happy to be here. Hey Florian. So let's start it. Florian, uh, what are the three most common mistakes that lead to a failed influencer marketing campaign? The most common mistake brands do when dealing with influencer marketing, in particular if they are inexperienced with influencer marketing, is to treat influencer marketing like paid ads. They don't understand the influencer is an own stakeholder, he's a partner and uh, you just can't do like with paid ads, post anything you want. You need to pay attention to the agenda of the influencer, to the values, because um, the trust of the community is everything the influencer has. So just pay attention to treat the influencer right. A big problem we see over and over again with influencer marketing is that brands sometimes don't know what the real value of influencers is. It's not reach, it's the trust they can bring you. And trust is so important nowadays. Just take a look at Apple. They have good but very expensive products and they can have these high prices because the people trust them. They've built a community around their brand. It took them decades and a marketing genius like Steve Jobs to achieve that. Nowadays it's easier to get the trust and to build a community through the help of influencers. A time like that did never exist before. So I really suggest you take a look into influencer marketing and the value of trust. Another mistake brands sometimes do when working with influencers is to think that one influencer campaign alone can leverage all the advantages already. That simply doesn't work. It takes time to build trust, to build a brand and also to tell the story of a brand with the goal to then achieve a community around a certain brand. Influencers are very close to celebrity endorsements. So let's take the example of Cristiano Ronaldo, who usually works with Nike for his shoes. If he would wear Adidas shoes for once, it wouldn't have a big effect. Maybe some hardcore fans would remember that he wore Adidas once. But usually he's always connected to Nike and all his success is connected to Nike. And that's how influencer marketing works as well. You need to work longer time with an influencer to achieve all the advantages the influencer can bring you. You can also have a big problem when campaigns get too hectic. Three reasons for that. First, the influencer is your main stakeholder. If it gets too hectic, it gets stressful and then you can see his emotions cooking up, etc. Can be very stressful. Second one is a good story also needs time and creativity. A good story is so important for influencer marketing, so please plan in some time for that. Third reason is pretty practical. If you don't plan in enough time, then it could be that all your influencers are booked out already because it's 2021, nearly 2022 and not 2015 anymore. So usually I would plan in at least four to six weeks for approaching an influencer and then having the final placement. Of course, that differs from Instagram story to live stream, which is always very complicated to execute. Okay, nice. And what do you think are the key takeaways for creating better campaigns? What's most important is to have the right brand influencer fit. But the influencer doesn't necessarily need to come 
out of the brand's niche. Let me give you an example. We had a great campaign with Banco Inter, one of the biggest financial companies in Latin America. And we wanted to highlight the money as an enabler of dreams. So we got together with many female influencers and their grandmothers to stress female empowerment. And we had a video series in which both parties, the influencers and their grandparents, discussed what money has meant to them in the 50s, 60s, 70s and nowadays. It's been incredibly successful because the brand has understood how money could work as an enabler. And that's super important as a takeaway. Don't necessarily only focus on the niche influencers, but also think out of the box. Well, uh, when dealing with marketing strategies, numbers are always important. But do you think that reports based only on numbers are helpful on influencer marketing strategies? Of course, for every marketing report, numbers are very important. But for influencer marketing in particular, you should look behind these numbers. Let me give you an example. Let's take a very standard KPI like cost per click. If we have an influencer campaign, which is a giveaway, it's usually easy to achieve low cost per clicks. Let's say you can win an iPhone if you register on our website. The goal here is to get user data, maybe for a newsletter and to get short term high website visits. But the question behind the low cost per clicks is whether they are sustainably interested in your brand and not just in the iPhone. So in that case, super important to really take a look at the numbers and interpret them. In influencer marketing, it's super important to interpret your KPIs and also compare them to the goals you want to achieve. For example, if you're having a campaign that has the goal to build a community around your brand, the cost per clicks on your website will be pretty high. And that's because the purpose was all different. If people still click on the link that is probably on the Instagram story, it's great because they're super hyped on the story. But the goal was to probably get them on your Instagram account to continue to tell the story. In general, it's very important to focus on the goals when interpreting your KPIs of the influencer marketing campaign. I would always track the KPIs of cost per click, clicks to the website and social KPIs like views, comments, etc. With that, you can't do much wrong. Well, creativity is a key part of influencers. How can brands benefit from the influencer's creativity? When it comes to creativity, it's super important to view the influencer as a partner or even as an advisor, because the influencer deals with creativity every single day. The influencer knows best his community. You as a brand know best your product. If you combine both, great campaigns can happen. Oh, great. So let's wrap it up. What are the key takeaways from this episode? Potentially, you could do pretty many mistakes alongside an influencer marketing campaign. Good news is many of them are pretty easy to avoid. The first one is not to have an incredibly story behind your campaign. Nowadays, it's just super important to have storytelling as a part of your influencer marketing campaign. The next mistake, which kind of correlates to that, is not to have a great plan or to plan in too less time for the whole campaign. Use some time buffer. It's really important. The last mistake kind of correlates with that. So it's not 2015 anymore. You can't just write five influencers and then ask them to promote your product for free. 
But the good side is that the influencers have so much experience now that they can function as advisors for your brand. And with the help of both your product knowledge and the influencer's audience knowledge, you can have an incredible campaign. And I think that's it. Thank you, Florian, for joining me. Thank you guys for listening to us. And don't forget to tune in on all the other episodes of the podcast and check us out on social media. We are on TikTok, we are on LinkedIn, and we are on Instagram. And see you next time, guys. Bye.